What's up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that's no good to you dead. I'm Joe, as usual, and joining me to talk to you about Episode 5, or Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back, whose title is going to be gravely shortened after this. <laughs> I have three other gas miners with me. Nice. And their names are Corey. Luminous beings. Luminous beings, this podcast is, not this crude matter. Wow. Deep. Sequel? The podcast where the chances of survival are 725 to 1. And all the way from the room next to mine, my roommate Jeff. The podcast that promises no disintegrations. We do make that promise. It took everything in me, sequel, not to respond to your bet with the podcast where you should never tell us the odds. That would have been perfect. I really (laughs) wanted to. I was like, oh, God. See, but I have to play to win. And then when you showed up, you would have been like, go to sequel first. Exactly. That would have been... Ah. I mean, you can play to win, but we never win. You're right. Yeah. We rarely... You should we just play won. to have fun. Yep. God, when's the last time one of us hit? Oh, jeez. It wasn't that long ago, I don't think. I feel like it was. Could have been more than like a month or two ago. I feel like it was recent. I don't, I don't remember. Hmm. Anyway, Star Wars Episode Five. more after this, because we've been watching other stuff. Jeff, is there anything you want to talk about? You want to kick us off? Uh, no, because I really have just been watching Star Wars lately, so that's probably a bad lead-in for this one. <laughs> I feel like it's a good lead-in for it's this one. It's very appropriate. Well, I just started watching Rebels. Uh, you know, I watched The Clone Wars before. It was pretty good, you know. This one's a little better, a little more action-y from the get-go, but uh, I'm only three episodes in, so. No Star story. Wars Rebels has come up as what you've been watching the show about 50 times. Legitimately, so, yeah. our, our fallen comrade Matthew has brought up Star Wars Rebels an innumerable amount of times in the early goings of this podcast. I when, I actually, <laughs> when I actually uh, finally got onto my Disney Plus and clicked Star Wars and saw that it was there, I was like, shit, I can finally watch this now because I have not... I think I watched like two episodes of it ever. I've never seen it. I was about to start an episode tonight and I decided to just wait. Yeah, it's 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 on my short list of things I will in, I intend to start watching, but animated Star Wars has never really done it done it for me. Well, the Clone Wars cartoon that came out like years ago on Cartoon Network, that one was so legit, and it's my favorite still. Much better than the... That's a good one? Oh, yeah, I thought okay. so. It's only on YouTube. It's not even on Disney+. Plus. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't they make a movie at the yeah, tail end right? of that? I think they did. Yeah, of that, like, uh, like the 3D one. Yeah. yeah. That one was... That's on great. Disney+, Plus, right? That one that is, is on yes. Plus. Yes. Uh, Sequel, what'd you watch? I've watched a lot. <laughs> okay, great. Take a us lot. through it. So... I was the only one of the three of us to watch Vision Quest, which I'm kind of bummed about. I'm not going to lie. Two of us forgot. <laughs> kind of remind me of that shit, man. It's Well, I figured it's a wrestling movie, wrestling coach. Movie. Yeah, no, it's... it's. He's been busy coaching wrestling. It's actually very true. <laughs> Vision Quest is like the forgotten 80s sports movie. It is so incredibly 80s. The messages are so mixed in it also. Like... You're rooting for the, the main character, but he's also a very like selfish prick in the process. So the premise of the movie is our main character, Matthew Modine. The character's name is Loudon Swain. He nice. came fourth in this in, for, in states his first year wrestling, which was the season prior at 190, and he wants to get down. I think it's to 158. Jesus, 158 Christ. or 168 or 178. So one of those. Something with <laughs> okay. an eight. To wrestle this monster wrestler named Shoot, who hasn't lost in like three years. Because he shoots first. 
It's his name shoot. It that probably is is the reason. Out of my I brain went no to idea. shooter McGavin, <laughs> and so like he's like hurting the team by doing this. But like this is like his quest. This is like his purpose and his vision quest. This is his vision quest. And the other part of it is he's like obsessed with um, not being a virgin anymore, losing his virginity, and he uh, a woman happens to. Uh, have car trouble in his town and his dad's helping fix her car and she's staying like at his house so there's like a romantic thing going a much older woman too like he's clearly in high school so it's it's really (laughs) this movie is so much a lot going on but it's so much different very entertaining and there's some really cool wrestling moments and i think you'll like it a lot yeah i'm excited to watch it it's just it just slid down my list of we just have to remember yeah remember i'll remind you thank you appreciate it yes so since I have Disney Plus, I reminded that Vision Quest reminded me of the Disney Channel original movie Going to the Mat, starring Andrew Lawrence, where he plays the blind wrestler. I don't know if you remember that one. I do. So I, I, don't. I watched that one, and I forgot. I forgot Wayne Brady's in it, and also what? plays a plays a blind guy. Also forgot that. <laughs> I definitely forgot that. So like double bonus. <laughs> that was no. It's just a Disney Channel original movie. Do you guys watch those growing up at all? I remember like two of them. Luck of the Irish was my favorite one. Wow, yeah, that's a great one. I don't think that's on Disney Plus for whatever reason. Smart House, remember that? Oh yeah, it's definitely on Disney Plus. Sounds familiar. An actual thing now. Um, Brink, the uh, roller skating dude. No, no. I used to watch a ton of these things, so it was just pretty cool. Strolled on memory lane. I watched Ratatouille. Okay, that's my number one Pixar movie. Really? really? Yes. I feel like, and I've said this before. There's like eight Pixar movies. If you say either any of those eight are your favorite, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. An argument can be made. As long so. as it's not Cars. Or Cars 2. That's my favorite. I love Cars 2. <laughs> cars, the fr- no one loves Cars 2. <laughs> the Cars franchise, I think, is the most profitable out of uh, all the Pixar movies. Yeah, you figured it'd be Toy Story, right? Yeah. I think that Toy Story, like... Those print money. They definitely print money, but... I- you go on like the outside of it, like you're not making, ironically enough, a Buzz Lightyear toy. Whereas Cars, you're branding Lightning McQueen cars, and there's bed. Like I feel like I see Lightning McQueen on everything. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. Everything. I and I mean, I I work in a middle school, and my kids act grown, but most of them come in with like Pikachu book bags or Lightning McQueen book bags, and I'm like, okay. As you should. I agree, but like then they then they start cursing at me, and I'm like, I don't understand why an 11 year old uses this type of language. Lightning McQueen doesn't use that language. <laughs> if only that worked on them. Neither does Pikachu. Literally, not even English. Yeah. And I, then they'll be snarking me like, uh, except in Detective Pikachu, and I'll be like, all right, go fuck yourself, kid. <laughs> also, don't say that word that Professor Corey just said. Professor Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think you call yourself Professor Corey to the kids. You should. They call me Doctor Strange a lot. If that's what they're going to call me, there, there are worse things they could call me. That's true. Back to Pixar real quick. Yes. I also feel Toy Story, the first one's very much a kid's movie, but like two and three, I feel have more, they're going to like more adult themes. I agree. Especially in four as well. I keep forgetting four is a thing, but like. I think three and four especially are adult. Yeah. Like there's almost no way around it's, three it's, being an adult movie. Like it, it was made for. It's like us being in our twenties and yeah, it's like 20s. you grew up with Toy Story. This is a movie for you guys, yeah, right. So they did the same thing with Where the Wild Things Are. They they made that movie for 
kids that loved that book growing up. That's a very polarizing movie. Yes, it is. That's what I've heard. I've never seen it, but I know people who really hate that movie. I, and I know people that love it. And say it's like the I'm greatest thing ever. I don't know anyone Strongly on it. the love side. I now know one person who strongly loves it. Strongly on the love side of that movie. Lastly, I saw a new release. I saw Jojo Rabbit, finally. Was it good? Nice. Okay. <laughs> that means it's complicated. Yep. It's my third favorite movie of the year. Damn. Okay, so it's good. It's a little uncomfortable. Real uh, Sam Rockwell, what are you doing, man? You're like, your last five roles have been he, really borderline. <laughs> he loves playing a racist, terrible person, apparently. He plays... <laughs> I forgot he was in I this. Don't, I'm not going to spoil much about it. There is a moment, I think I'm going to say it just starts the third act. I completely lose it. <laughs> and it's so well done. It's so per- The movie just totally... From that point forward, I'm like, wow, this is like incredible. It's very uh, definition of a dark comedy. It's like Jojo Rabbit falls right there. Uh, I think right. Taika Waititi is going to be like go down as one of the best filmmakers ever. <laughs> I think he has such a wide range and there's so many things he can do, and he has such a good grasp of like. What are the other things he's done? Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. What we do in the shadows. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. One other thing I can't remember. You might get. Uh, I don't know if, if a comedic director is going to get a Best Director nomination, but this is a very well-directed movie. He's got a shot. <sighs> Comedy's tough. Yeah. it's not. And if, if it was like all the Best Picture nominees, their directors were nominated also, you would have a really good shot. But no, they'd stick to the five, right? So we'll see. But yeah, definitely check out Jojo Rabbit. It's going to be in theaters for a while. That's I, That should... That's Get a Best Picture nomination. I imagine it will. Yeah. Or at least original screen. That'll be adapted. There's a book. Yeah. Adapted screenplay for Isn't sure. it a graphic novel? Can't we technically do it for this? If it is a graphic novel, you both should see it. I'm down to talk about it. I have no idea. We'll, we'll look that I up. I don't think it is. But, yeah. It's just a picture book. Same difference. Yeah, so Disney Plus and Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> All right. Ironically not a Disney movie with that title. Very much not a Disney movie. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was. <laughs> Corey, what do you watch, bud? So, uh, Disney Plus, obviously. That's a lot what? of it. Yeah, uh, I watched Mandalorian. I watched both episodes in The Mandalorian. That show is fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, yeah. That show is great. So you're going to watch three Yeah. today? Probably tonight. Okay. No, got, I'm going to stop at two. <laughs> good. I got to stop. I gotta, I'm going to be up late tonight um, organizing my things because I'm going to the Rutgers football game tomorrow. Who are they playing? Michigan State. What's so, the so point close. spread? Uh, a lot. I I can't imagine. Well, they Rutgers made and lost some people some money last weekend with uh, Ohio State was favored by fifty two. Yeah, and they scored like twenty one. Right? Yeah, they put up twenty one points. Was yeah, a... I was I when I saw the final score, I was like, Rutgers put up twenty one yeah. points. It shocked a lot of people. Yeah, we haven't scored twenty one points all season. I don't think like it was we we're bad. And pot rumors, Shiano's coming back. Yep, that is the that is the. Uh... Gross. I hate it. Cool. I hate it. But yeah, so I'm going to be up late tonight getting my stuff together for that. So I'll probably throw it on. Um, Baby Yoda is amazing. Adorable. The The spoilers. Mandalorian. I, I like, I like, yeah, spoilers. Oh, shit. Hope you didn't care about spoilers for The Mandalorian. You know what? You know what the worst no. part was? I hadn't watched The Mandalorian and one of my wrestlers had... So he was like, oh, 
Professor Corey. You, it's Coach. Coach Corey. Coach right. Corey. Coach Professor Corey. Blank was so cute. I was like, "What'd you just say?" He's like, "You know, blank." And I'm like, "Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Give me twenty push-ups." And then he had to do twenty. I, I'm not kidding. That actually happened. Twenty spoiler push. I feel that spoiler is okay. It's, it's 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 proliferating on the internet everywhere. All over. Yeah. yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of hard to avoid at this point. But that being said, let's let's play it safe. <laughs> so, Mandalorian, a great show. I the the other creature that he, that he meets when he when he goes onto the planet, the I have spoken guy, love him, love that guy. Really, just a good show. I also watched the entirety of the original trilogy. I watched a New Hope. And I watch Return of the Jedi. So, yes, talking about Star Wars leading into it, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I watched a lot of Star Wars this week. I had a lot of fun watching Empire. Uh, me too. I had a lot um, of fun. Save it. I'm saving it, saving it. <laughs> and then there was uh, three big wrestling tournaments this weekend. And you watched all of them. I did. I, I, got, uh, I stole one of my buddy's Flow Wrestling accounts and watched as much footage as I could because... I like to watch good wrestling once in a while. Yes, that is a remark about my current wrestling position. If we're if we're talking, it's fine. If we're talking, they sports, try so hard, and I love that they try so hard, but they're not good. They're so little, and they try so big. Yeah, it's actually kind of what it is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If I'm, if we're talking sports, I got to mention that my New York Islanders have a major, major, 15 major at this streak point? going on. Is yeah. it 15 or 16? They're at this 15, point? 16 straight games with at least a point. 15, 0 and one. I can't. So here's the one that drives me up a fucking wall and drives me batty. Sure. The Phil- uh, the Philadelphia Flyers had a three-goal lead on the New York Islanders going into period three. Mm-hmm. Not only did they give up three goals, they then lost the goddamn game. Yeah. I was Yay. livid. That's the last three Islander wins have been third-period comebacks. I, like, good, good for them. I hope they have a great season. Any Bailey in there? Bailey's playing good. He's not getting a lot of points, but he's, he's, good his present has been felt. What's funny about this streak, the Islanders are dead last in um, power play opportunities. Like, they have gotten the least amount of power plays of any team in the NHL. And they've won, like, that of 16-game point streak going. That's incredible. Yeah, That is so statistically mind-boggling. Yeah, they're, they're playing their asses off. There's no doubt about it. Sometimes I wonder if we should start, like, a second sports show. We should. Probably. <laughs> because this happens so often. You really ought to. Well... I'm a New York fan through and through. You guys are kind of all over the map. Nope. I'm mostly New York, and Corey's all Philadelphia. 100%. But, like, <laughs> New York sports have been really brutal. <laughs> Certain sports, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's... So... Honestly, you, you, know, you now uh, know what it feels like to be a Philadelphia fan. Philadelphia <laughs> always only ever has, like, one team at a time that's, like, this is the only thing we got, guys. And then we get really shitty after that year. And it's like, everything's terrible again. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's yep. it. Joe, what have you been watching? I've been watching some stuff. I watched a Disney Plus thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Brought to you by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Send us those Disney dollars, please. <laughs> I forgot that X-Men Evolution was a show, and they have it on Disney Plus. And I'm excited to see all of that show, because I own season one, and I've seen that like three times. But... Never really anything beyond that. Wow. So good for you. Yeah, I guess. I've never seen it. I know Gambit's in it. I've seen like one episode with him in it. Can't wait to get there. It's good. 
It's not good. So are you jumping? Are you going to Are you jumping into season two because you've seen season one? No, so many I'm watching times? season one again. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Listen. Respect. Why not? And then switching over to movies, I watched The Dark Tower because I was curious. And it was as bad as you thought it was. It's not a bad movie. I've never read the books, so that I helps. understand. Hmm? That helps. Yeah. It really did. People hated that movie. Yeah. I know because they probably read the books. Like it, it the movie doesn't do enough. It needs more than ninety minutes to cover what they tried to lay down as the plot. So like nine books or something. Yeah, it feels very very rushed. I don't hate it. I just was really signed up for watching Idris Elba do amazing gunplay, and there's a scene that totally pays that off. But the rest of it is, like, fine. The build-up to this movie was tremendous, man. That, the marketing was all over the place. The trailer... The, uh, words. The trailer looked awesome. And the trailer showed almost all the cool scenes in the movie, except for, like, two. Yeah. Friend, so I was like, well played, trailer. You suck. Friend of the show, Tom, despises this movie. Really? If I remember correctly, he went on a monster Twitter rant about how shitty this movie was. I'm guessing he's a fan of the books. Probably. Sounds right. Where, where'd you watch it? I rented it from the library. Okay. So, Blu-ray. At home. Here. <laughs> and then the last thing, I, I pulled half a Cory, and I watched A New Hope leading into this. I didn't yeah. watch Jedi, but I very well could, tonight or tomorrow. Nice. I was setting, I was cleaning my room this morning, because I drove in, so I was there dumb early, and I was like, cleaning my room just to get it ready for the weekend, so I could come into a nice, clean, fresh classroom. And that's what I had on. So, like, other teachers would be, like, walking in the hallway and be like, what the fuck? Oh. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Just then, Corey doing Corey. Yep. It's like, just watching Star Wars, guys. No big deal. Happens every week. Although I have been playing a ton of Pokemon uh, Shield. Sword. I bought Sword. Nice. Yeah. New Pokemon game. It's been taking up a lot of my train movie time. Nice. So a continuity error I noticed in A New Hope that bothered me a little bit is that after they get out of the trash compactor, Luke's hair is pristine and feathered and dry. And I was like, come on, guys. That quick-drying garbage. Yeah. These, these future things. Now you hate all of Star Wars. Not even close. <laughs> I was just like, that seems weird. And then I moved on with my life. And that is what we've been watching. Let's move on to the Empire Strikes Back movie facts. The Empire Strikes Back, if you didn't know, it's Star Wars Episode Five. It came out in 1980. It's rated PG, and it's two hours and four minutes long. Directed by Irvin Kirshner. Stars, I had to list a lot more than five people in this one. Unbelievable. Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, David Prowse slash James Earl Jones, Peter Mayhew, Kenny Baker, and Frank Oz. Anyone didn't make that list, I'm sorry. I don't want to write anymore. I'm not sorry. Budget was $18 million. I only did the gross from the original release. So $400 million, $209 million domestic. It killed it. That's insane. Did you just say $18 million? $18 million budget. insane to me. Unless I read it wrong. No, you, no, no, it, you that, definitely right. right. No, but the, the gross is for 1980? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Holy crap. Adjusted for inflation. What the Well, so much, so much buzz surrounded the first movie. Because yeah. People saw that movie so many times. I can't argue with the fact that that many people saw this movie Definitely. in theaters. And then I think if you... I don't remember what the total ridiculous total was. It's easily over a quarter of a... I mean, a half a billion dollars with the re-releases. Probably over a billion, I would think. Right? I would I think so. Yeah. I don't know if it got that high, but... How many times has it been re-released? 
like four times. That's got to be, man. Only one of them made like a huge chunk. Like Probably only... the, the mid-90s one. Yeah, I think it was like the 97 re-release or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. The remaster. Those were in theaters for a you, long time. You, you ready for this shit adjusted for inflation? Yes. Sure. $400 million in 1980 would be $1.165 billion in 2016. Okay. So three years ago. Whoa. Yeah, it's a lot. And then game made more. It did. <laughs> Yeah, but think about how much think about how much more money Endgame spent. Yes, true. Yeah, that's the caveat, right? They did this yeah. on what seems like a shoestring fucking budget. Still looks great. It still looks phenomenal. It looks really good compared to other '80s movies. Yeah, yeah, somehow. Plus, they had the whole stigma probably attached to watching this movie. So if it was more acceptable, like Avengers is today, I'm sure this movie would have made even more money. Because some people are like, "You're going to see Star Wars, nerd." Back then? Probably. I don't think so. No? You don't think No, so? not with the popularity of... Oh, no, no, it was really popular. That but... was my dad. That's how he felt. Really? Yeah, he didn't want to see Star Wars. He never did. He was older. <sighs> did he regret his decision? No. That had to be the highest... So he watched it and was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, he's a real jerk. It almost certainly <laughs> was, I would guess. I don't know what else came out in 1980, but... I don't know, man. I never based my movie watching on social norms. That's fair. <laughs> Let's find out if people thought this movie was good or not. The scores. We got Rotten Tomatoes coming in at a surprisingly low. Just kidding. 95%. That's a certified fresh. The audience disagrees with that score. Thinks it should be higher. Gave it a 97%. That seems more accurate. Booyah. IMDb 8.7 out of 10. Too low. That's IMDb. Metacritic with an 82 and a user score of 9.0. So they're in the same wow. ballpark. They're all an eighty-two from Metacritic is like a hundred and forty-five on yeah. Tomatoes. <laughs> it broke the scale. And one of the few times I get to mention Oscars when I do talk about a movie, it was nominated for three. It won one. It won Best Sound, and it was nominated for Best Art Direction and Best Music. Not surprised. No, not surprised that no one got a nod for acting. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> one day. One day, maybe. And those are the movie facts for Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. That's the last time I'm saying the full title. It's going to be like Empire. Yeah, Empire. we're going to call it Empire yeah. for the rest of the day. Right. Or Episode Five. Those no, are the we're... two acceptable names. <laughs> I guess that's fine. I guess I'll accept Episode Five. Is Empire that Terrence Howard show on Fox? Yes. yes. I hope I don't get confused. I won't count. Episode Five. <laughs> Go Episode Empire Five. Empire works. Empire works. Star Wars V. <laughs> And uh, now we're going to give you our general thoughts, which is always a spoiler-free. I don't really think it's required for this movie, but we'll do it anyway because it's tradition. As is tradition. As is tradition. Corey, hit us with it. I don't know, guys. I think that this movie is okay. Um, There's just, you know, so much that happens in this movie. Honestly, I think that one of the things that blows my mind every time I go back and watch Empire is exactly how many different things happen over the course of two hours and four minutes, and it blows me away every time. I was kidding. This movie is fan-goddamn-tastic. Not going to bury the lead. Okay. I'm not going to say anything else, or I'm going to get into spoiler territory, so... Fair enough. Hey, Jeff, what did you think about the movie? Uh, Well, this is actually my favorite movie of all time, so my opinion's, you know, probably pretty high about it, but... uh... I don't know. I just think it takes the cake of all the Star Wars movies. It's like the only one that's not objectively just silly at times. Like, they're all just kind of cartoonish in their own way. But this one is just like a seriously good movie. And one of the only movies where the bad guys win. Which is surprisingly refreshing to see once in a while, I suppose. So, 
That's why it's my favorite. Gotcha. Sequel, what about you? My main thought running through my head throughout this movie that if I was seeing this for the first time in theaters, it would be the greatest movie theater experience of my life. Because the build-up to this movie was, would have been incredible. I would have had so many theories going through my head. The action is awesome in this. And there's so many iconic moments and so many cliffhangers. Like, I can't believe they waited three years to make Return of the Jedi. You're probably leaving that movie going, Oh my god, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe that happened. I, I gotta see what happens next. And then you had to wait three years. And then you had oh to wait God, three you years. Have to wait three years. I can't even believe yeah. that. I was born and this was already done. <laughs> I watched. Thank God. You know how, how happy I am that I didn't have to wait three years? As soon as this was over, I started Return. And then I paused it. And then I went to school. And I finished it this morning. Like, that's what happened. Just general questions. Is This was... I saw the trilogy out of order. Because, you know, they released it in the, re-released it in the 90s. Um, it wasn't on TV first? a lot. I saw Jedi first, and then I saw A New Hope, and then I saw this last. Wow. But, like, that's an order. you know everything, right? Because it's so culturally relevant, right? Like, you know, I'm, it's not a spoiler. You know Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father. You just that's know that. That's a spoiler, that. bro. It's I'm not, kidding. <laughs> like, you, you hear that in pop culture all the time. It, it's, it's such an iconic moment. Even as, like, a young kid, you don't remember where you heard it first. You just know that's a thing. You know how iconic this is. This movie is in pop culture. One of the lines, probably the most iconic line from this movie, is wrapped up in the Mandela effect. Oh yeah, it's like it, like, it, like everybody thinks it's Luke. I am your father, but it's no, I am, I am your, your father. father. Yes, I don't. I don't buy into. I buy into the Mandela effect. I don't buy into movie ones only because people misquote shit all the time. Yeah, like so you just misquoted it. That's not something changed in history there's a bunch of those in movies like Hannibal Lecter never says hello Clarice yeah well it's also not magic mirror on the wall it's mirror or it's not mirror mirror on the wall it's magic magic mirror mirror on the wall yes yeah Yeah, see exactly people are like no man when I was no no you just misquoted it your entire life life is just a game of telephone and then it just keeps going down the line for real someone got it wrong once on a grand scale and people just ran with it yeah Yeah. because every time it's parodied it's always Luke I am your father yes yes which is really funny I think this movie's okay. No, I think this movie's really good. I I don't know what, what I want to say about it. <laughs> it's hard that to... That hasn't well, already been said. Okay. Like it has been said before. It, yeah. And it's so hard to do this without getting straight into the spoilers. I will say, before we jump into spoilers, that a lot of things... Like, there's a couple of big things I thought happened in this movie that don't happen until Jedi. Like, I remembered them... This is, like, my third time seeing this movie as an adult when I'm forming memories. Oh, okay. And just, like... For whatever reason, I jumped the gun in my in my memory, and I was like, "When does this happen in Empire?" Wait, they ended the movie; it hasn't happened yet. Oh, that happens to Jedi, doesn't it? I did that a few times. But otherwise, yeah, this movie's great. I think I prefer A New Hope slightly to it, but they're both so good. Wow. Okay, what? that's great. Cr- All right, we're, we'll get let's let's get into. That's a rare opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's a very rare opinion. Really? Yes. I, so, yeah. I feel oh, like a rare extremely. opinion is Jedi. Over some no, 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 no. Jedi is beloved. I honestly <laughs> really? think that the debate, the debate amongst Star Wars people, is like Empire or Jedi. I, I rarely hear people be like, "No, it's a New Hope is the best one." Oh, New Hope, like it started it all, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I get that. I get yes. that argument. It's such a what? Uh, what's the word? Like it's so engaging of a movie. Like I'm on the edge of my seat, even though I've seen a New Hope the most, and I know what's going to happen. I'm still like wow. anticipating it, whereas Empire, I'm like, there are tiny lulls in the movie where I'm like, okay. I, I feel it. exactly the opposite. I really? find New Hope slightly boring. Yeah. 
There's there's a lot of draggy moments or scenes in New Hope that I'm like, all right, let's just get to the blowing up the Death Star. Let's go. But maybe that's the thing, right? Maybe it's just a, a matter of... The anticipation. Like, yeah, he, he's liking the slow burn of learning about this entire universe that we've never even seen before, even despite having seen it God knows how many times. Whereas the Empire, you don't have time to breathe. Like, it is... Sequence after sequence after sequence from start to fucking finish. But I don't feel it's, yeah. it's not total nonstop action. Man, there's a lot of ca- Joe. Hit the spoiler thing. Let's go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> from here on out, we're gonna be spoiling Empire Strikes Back. If you haven't seen it yet, get Disney Plus or find a friend who has it. I guarantee you have one. And let's do it. Spoilers. Go. You're absolutely right. There are plenty of moments in this movie that are not like it's not quote unquote action packed, but there are no to me. One of the things that is the biggest testament to Empire Strikes Back, and despite me being on the in the Jedi camp, the thing I will give Empire over Jedi is that there are no wasted moments in this movie. Not one scene in this movie can be cut. Every scene has a purpose and is purposeful. The only thing I can think of maybe is him hanging up in the weird um, Yeti cave. But that was a choice because Mark Hamill had gotten like his face smushed in a car accident before filming, and they yeah. needed an, they needed an excuse for why his face wasn't as pretty as it was in A New Hope. So even that has a purpose to it. Like, there's no no moments in this movie that are just like, I wish I could I, I could have gone with less Yoda. No, fuck you. You could not have gone with less Yoda. You got exactly the right amount of Yoda. Like, what what in this movie is like? Nah, that scene doesn't need to be there. I can't think of one. Well, I hope for. A segment coming up, you thought of something. Oh, I can come up with with a least favorite moment. Yeah, there's perfect. a least favorite yeah. moment, but, but not, that has nothing to do with cut. like the scenes in the, like this movie. Like, is purposeful from start to finish, and rarely do we get any movies that are that 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 are that. The only, I mean, recently the only one I can think of is Endgame. There are no wasted scenes in Endgame either. For a three-hour-long movie, I'm pretty much engaged in every single one of those scenes, and every one of them is important. Yeah. Just saying. I would agree with that. <laughs> I mean, and and not that me and Sequel World were talking about it before we hit record, but... Even though you definitely were. <laughs> that's the thing that we were saying, is that I'm a Jedi guy. I prefer Return of the Jedi. That I knew. But this movie has the most iconic moments in the entirety of... The universe. Like, it's such an so many. There are iconic more moments. iconic moments in Empire than there are in anything. All the other stuff, like all the other movies, have iconic moments. Not saying they're all in this movie. But yes, this one has the most. Yes. Oh yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. Yes. yeah, that's that's not a contest. Yeah, I mean, just and, and like ref, reference material, right? Things that people always reference when they reference Star Wars. A lot of the time... There's a 50% chance it's coming from Empire. Yeah. yeah. How I Met Your Mother referenced... Um, it's snowing like Hoth out there. It run random throwaway line in, in a sitcom from today. That's from this. Every time somebody says, No, I am your father. Or Luke, I am your father. Comes from this. Like, For the record, I'm not saying that Empire isn't a better movie. I just like A New Hope slightly more. Yes. Ever so slightly. And that's, I think, They're the, both excellent movies. And I think yes. that's the point we're all trying to get to. Yeah, is that yeah. A lot of people like other movies, but when they sit down and try to analyze this one, you have to give it the respect of, like, oh, this has got to be Yeah, no, this, is, this is a great movie. And yeah. the perfect formula for a movie. Yes. Yeah. Empire is by no means my favorite. 
It's 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 third for me. It's, it's I the, think it's also third for me. Yes, but like third for, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's just from like an enjoyment factor, you know. But like, there's so, as Corey said, there's not a wasted moment. This is probably the greatest sequel to a movie ever made. It's definitely in the conversation it's, with like Godfather two and Terminator two. Conversation, yeah. But what was the other one? Terminator two. Terminator two and Godfather two. I would they're the ones that jumped to my mind sure, like sure. immediately. But it's the fact that you didn't say D two there is a little offensive. But <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> so, are those on Disney Plus? They are right. Yes. yes. So yes. you you said three. It's number three. Is yes. one of the new ones Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Okay. I love Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah. That's that was. Just... Oh my god! After twenty some years of. Either shitty Star Wars prequels or nothing at all. We got that. Yeah. I love fan service. I don't think there's anything wrong with fan service because movies are for the fans. So like, Force Awakens was like wall to wall. So yeah. it was amazing to me. I, I love it. 100% watched Force Awakens and Rogue One before I started watching the original trilogy. Jeez. Dude, I watched so much. It's all at my fingertips. Like I don't have to get DVDs off the shelf anymore. Yeah. It's on my phone. It's on my computer. If I have my phone with me, I can Star Wars. This is the future. <laughs> it's it's an unbelievable time to be alive. Don't even have to get out of bed anymore for Star Wars. I don't. I need to. I need to be able to reach over my head to get my Amazon Fire remote. Like that's that's as far as I gotta that's go. Right. Honey, remote. <laughs> Star Wars levels critically Pam. low. Star Wars, me baby. Pam. Pam comes in from the kitchen. Can you give me the remote? It's on top. It's right at your head. Yeah, but. You're up now. I so. like the way you get it. <laughs> so back to the movie. Yes. The acting is not particularly great. No one does like a bang up phenomenal no, job. No like, one, wow. No I, one has an outstanding performance. Only James Earl Jones. Can't be Darth Vader. And, and you know what the problem is? James Earl Jones, phenomenal. His body actor is off, like, like off cue. Too many times, like, and it's like, it, like, it creates a dissonance that when I watch it. It might be a dubbing problem. It might be a dubbing. Well, that that's what I'm saying. It's a dubbing problem, but it's like, that just throws everything off just ever so slightly that he just kind of gets wrapped into, like, all of, like, the not amazing performances in this movie, yeah. which is actually my least favorite part. <laughs> a lot of the performances in this are not as stellar as I want them to be. I can understand it being a little jumpy. It's kind of like how every time someone turns a lightsaber on on screen, the movie jumps noticeably. Yeah, yes. Much better than in A New Hope, though. It's like, in A New Hope, it's glaring. The whole screen turns yellow. But in this one, yeah. at least, you know, they play it off a little more smoothly than that. That's true. They did improve. The acting's not great, but it doesn't have to be. That's how, no. great, that's how great the story is. You're absolutely right. Who do you guys think is the best actor in, like, these movies? Harrison Frank Ford. Oz. I also think it's Harrison Ford. Who did you say, Corey? I said Frank Oz. Okay. Yeah, it has to be Harrison Ford. Oh, somebody who's actually in the movie for most of it? Yeah, Harrison Ford. I'm sorry. I thought we were just going with one of the ten that you named. You, you can. No, I mean... Kenny Baker? He was phenomenal. Peter Mayhew, obviously, guys. Come on. No, I mean, realistically, of, of faces that we see throughout the course of this entire movie, it's I'm like Harrison the big Ford. five. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Empire also makes me hate the solo movie like even more. Because this is my Han. I get that in Empire. I think he's quintessential Han Solo in, in Empire. He is the coolest guy in the room at all times. Especially at the end when he gets frozen. See what I did there. Um, ah. <laughs> but like, just thinking about the Solo movie with him, his upbringing where he's not the coolest guy in the room, it, it still bothers me, man. Yeah. <laughs> that movie never needed to be a thing. It did. It, you just need to be different. I it needed so to be books. not Han Solo. It needed to just be like... 
some other guy. Exactly. True. True. Yeah. I I'm torn because I love finally getting that story. I love that we finally got the story of how he gets the Falcon. Like. We hear about it in this a bunch of times. I mean, really, the first time that him and Lando are within six feet of each other, he's like, hey, I won this. So finally getting to see that happen, it's pretty, it's it's cool. Uh, you're right. The movie doesn't need you to You can, be like, made. imagine that scene in your head, though. You can just picture them at a table playing cards. Lando bets the Falcon. Han wins. Yeah, you wasted like thirty million dollars to show me this, and I don't know why. <laughs> but we got, but we got to see him make the Kessel Run. Like there are things, there are things in Han's legacy and his what what precedes him when he goes to a place that we got to see in Solo. Not that I disagree that it needed to be made or not. It's just sure we we live yeah. in the world of like with short films are like a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like a series of solo shorts where you just see the big moments, but you don't have to see the whole connected story? I would yeah. be more into that. I would be yeah. totally more into that. Definitely I... would have been better. And we would have gotten a hundred percent less Darth Maul. And that would have been nice. And Chewbacca eating people. I read so many Star Wars books and I read the Han Solo trilogy and it was just a much better version than this movie was. So to see the movie, is just a, an awful reminder of how good those books are and will never be on film just sad yeah so Corey, i know you're into the books a lot yes joe not so much right i've never read any of the neither have i I. think i've maybe read one i've strictly a movie guy like that's why my least favorite part of empire boba fett does nothing absolutely nothing (laughs) but i don't He's over overhyped as a character because yeah he doesn't really do anything in the movies he there's okay so Childhood me. Going back to childhood me. Childhood me loved Boba Fett. Childhood me loved Boba Fett because he had a unique, cool ship. A ship that landed and then when it came up, I I just, I love Slave One. I love Slave One. It's like the smart car of the Star Wars ships. Kind of. But, I mean, there's just... It's compact and it just goes. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I thought of watching it this time. I get get that he realistically doesn't do anything in this or... I mean, certainly not in Jedi. I mean, you hear You hear so much about him in Star Wars lore that if you just do the movies... Is it, you're like, what is it with this guy? Like, why do people love him as yeah, much as they I, love the extended him? universe stuff? I, the extended yeah. universe stuff, and I mean, I think they tried, they tried to kind of weave him more into the story that we're getting in like the major motion pictures during the prequels, and it was a big old swing and a miss because yeah. we get his dad, and his dad is the guy Django. that's like in charge of all of the clone army, so not in charge of, but is the reason for all of the clone army so it's like oh shit oh he kept one that's just his son whose name is boba Boba. oh i see what's happening here but then it's the biggest problem with the star wars universe that we get in major motion pictures is that there's huge gaps in the story that like we need all of this other stuff to fill in and that's where a lot of the lore of these side characters comes into play. Yeah. Yeah, there's three years in between A New Hope and this. Yeah, not to mention the 30 years between Order 66 and A New Hope. Yeah. Which is when Boba will be becoming an adult, taking over Slave One, taking his dad's Mandalorian armor, and being a bounty hunter across the galaxy. Like, all of this stuff happens in that 30-year span of time. Yeah, when you think about it, everything he's done on screen, you have the 
the the cartoon thing that he did in the Christmas special, which was the only good part of the whole Christmas special. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the Christmas <laughs> special, like by far. It's not even close. It's the only part that anybody yeah. likes, and everybody knows that. Then you have absolutely nothing in Empire, and then all he does is die in the next. That's one. it. Yeah. Where did he, his good reputation come from? I have no idea. Like, was there Star Wars material in the three years between? A new hope. There had to have been Empire. something. Maybe, Maybe I they mean, just pushed the toy line really it, hard. It could have been. I mean, it could have even just been luck of the draw. He looked really fucking cool. He does look cool. He and, looks. Yeah, he does look cool. The first time I heard Boba Fett's name was in E.T. and I saw E.T. way before it was Star Wars because Elliot has a, ET, a Boba Fett toy and, and he's like Yoda. playing with. Yeah, with uh, it's a Greedo. He doesn't have a Yoda. Oh, yeah, There's definitely a Yoda toy somewhere. Because he, like, E.T., like, notices Yoda. He's having a... Oh, there's a Yoda Halloween costume. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. But he's having, like, a fake battle between Greedo and Boba Fett. And, like, I've seen E.T., like, a million times. Boba Fett better win that battle. (laughs) Greedo sucks. (laughs) (laughs) This is not an empire, but his shot in the cantina in A New Hope, he's the worst shot I've ever seen. That's... it, It actually makes it better when they re edit it so that Han does shoot first because it explains why that shot is so fucking terrible. Yeah. Because he's, yeah. he's getting shot, which is why he's like... In my version that I own, not the Disney Plus, although they're probably the same, they shoot at the same time. Yeah. Han's dead on and his is diagonal and up into the wall behind Han. It's like, <laughs> what were you aiming at, dude? Han also does, like, again, talk about him being the coolest guy in the room at any given moment. He also does, like, this, like, shit-eating grin, like, like swagger lean, like... I know exactly where I gotta go to avoid this blaster shot. <laughs> I don't even think he needed to move. He didn't, he but it was like in the head. He's such a dick. <laughs> yeah. Up and to the right. <laughs> it's funny, but none of that is about the Empire Strikes no. Back. No. Uh, <laughs> meeting Yoda. Meeting Yoda. Every time I watch this movie, every time Luke lands on Dagobah and meets Yoda for the first time, I am as giddy as I was when I first met Yoda as a child. He is. Easily my absolute favorite moment in the Star Wars universe across the board. Even shitty looking CGI Yoda in the prequels. I love this character. I love him. I don't think he looks that shitty in the prequels. In episode in the Phantom Menace, he looks terrible. I like that in the new one they used like the puppet version of his yes. CGI. Like that yes. made it feel so much more like yes. home. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Agreed. He looks very, very good in um I just like seeing him jump Last around Jedi. and actually fight in episode two. Yes. yes. He does in episode two and episode three. He almost beats Palpatine in episode three. That's a, it's quite a duel. Yeah. It's like a force duel, right? Yeah, it's two is more of the lightsaber duel between Dooku and yeah, Dooku, Dooku and him. And, him yeah. and Dooku. And he wouldn't he would have beaten him if he didn't have to save Obi Wan and Anakin. Exactly. <laughs> Again. <laughs> All things considered, lose the battle and win the war. I don't like these Jedi keep doing this to themselves where they, they decide to win the battle and end up losing the war. Like, At the time, introducing Yoda is probably a big risk for them, right? Because you have this story where like it's, it's humans and aliens, but they're, they're people in costumes, and you're making like a puppet like, like one of your feature guys. And years later, I mean, you're making Jar Jar, like the, your CGI thing, where everyone found him annoying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so it could have gone really wrong for them, but it, it didn't. He was beloved. Yeah, and I think, I think the big, th- the comparison between the two is about seeming, uh, the, the difference in their perception of intelligence, right? Jar Jar is a bumbling idiot. He seems like a bumbling idiot. We hate him. Yoda, on the other hand, 
looks it sounds a little crazy early on, but once he becomes Yoda and he becomes the great teacher of Jedi again, fuck, I I fought like my favorite line in this movie is the line I picked. Like that is I I love the way he talks about the forest and stuff. Like I just love it. Yeah, his unveiling is one of the better parts of the movie for sure. And his nuggets of wisdom, they're real nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. Do or do not, there is no try. Come on. Yeah, you can't I do mean, better than that. I, I have I there's a right above my board like where I do all of like my writing when I'm writing on the board in my classroom, there's a huge sign that says do or do not, there is no try. Nice. I have it, it's right there. I'm not surprised by this at all. <laughs> yeah. Good I, lesson. I also have just tap it every once in a while. I do. Good. Walk around every, with a cane. <laughs> every time every time somebody's like I can't do this. And I'm like, do or do not. There's no try, man. You just Now lift me with your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Wear me as a backpack. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I never appreciated back then, like seeing when it was just the three, I never really had a full appreciation for how cavalier Yoda was about there being no difference between an X-Wing and the Rocks. Like, I guess in my brain, I was like, no, there has to be, right? Like, that's just the way it is. And then when you see, like, again, all of it extrapolated out and all of the other things that the Jedi can do across the prequels when they're still in power and even in the new ones, the things that Kylo can do, like, no, that really is the way that the Force works. The, The Force is... Physical space means nothing to the Force. So, like, the way that he talks about it, like, he knows this stuff already. And again... Talk about Star Wars and consistency. A lot of their they they do things in this that they hold true and don't undermine in other movies, which I truly appreciate. That's one of the things I really love about Star Wars in general. But he remember he remembers actually training all of those younglings, and like you can see it as much as you can see it in a puppet, I guess, when you're watching this, and it's enough. Yeah. And I like how he was so indifferent in, in training Luke. He was just like, nah, he's too old. Too old to begin to train him. Get him out of here. We don't want him. Which is crazy to think about because, like, I get he's a, probably afraid that someone else turns out like the Vader, but how much worse is it going to get if you have zero Jedi now anyway? So I actually had, I had a similar conversation with my wife after we got done watching this. I was like, you have to remember that Yoda isn't on Dagobah out of some need to hide. Like, yeah, all of the remaining Jedi, like, scattered across the galaxy to hide from, like, the the end of the Purge, but... Yeah, he exiled himself. Yoda exiles himself because he failed so horribly at the end of the Clone War that, like, he's essentially... He's, he's Luke. He's Luke in The Last Jedi, where he's like, I don't want to train another Jedi because I'll Last Jedi... Luke in The Last Jedi is him. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, correct. Luke is, in The Last Jedi, is Yoda, doing the exact same thing. Hiding off on some... Small little spot, like, I'm not doing this again because it doesn't end well. So, his hesitation is... But if you got zero ended. Jedi in the fight, you gotta try, man. Yeah, even if he turns bad, it's like, after dropping the bucket at this point. Yeah, it's like, we already have one really evil, powerful dude. Yeah. Is two that much worse? Yeah. Like, at least you tried to fight it. It's true. Plus, at the time of this release, you don't know Yoda's backstory, right? So you don't yeah, know of why that. Yeah, of course. We have that information now because we have the complete story for the most part. Again, talking about all the things that they do really well, making that story come full circle so that what he does on Dagobah makes sense. Yes, yeah, ties in nicely. Yeah, it's brilliant. 
Other things that look really cool, the AT-ATs. Oh, yeah. Look amazing. Not functional at all. Don't know why. They... Oh, no. It's such an odd choice of design. <laughs> That's a dumb yeah. the slow That's moving a... camel. <laughs> but they look awesome. Yeah, they look great. They're just not functional <laughs> nothing nothing penetrates the shields like you cannot you cannot destroy these things but some wire around the legs hold on now and then all of a sudden all the bullets penetrate or all the laser shots yep, penetrated yes yeah. once you knock them down his shields are just shit there's <laughs> just this one little spot and i feel like in the video games i actually mentioned it that there's like a spot in between like the head and the body that's like really weak and that's like where like all bombing runs are supposed to go but what is it with the Empire making the weapons like that? I mean, in... Achilles' heel. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and technically speaking, according to another movie that came out well after this, we find out that the guy who designed the Death Star did that on purpose. Right. Well. But otherwise, again. they still do it on the other things. <laughs> but then they put it in the second Death Star, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did no, the they exact didn't even finish it, so they were just... Yeah. Like oh, yeah, that's true. Open. Yeah. It's a big debate in Clerks. Yes. I was thinking about bringing that up, but I wasn't sure. Bring it up. <laughs> we I'll always all talk theories and tidbits. True. About what? Uh, like they have that uh, debate between the uh, the Death Star. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The independent contractors. And I will always one hundred percent be involved in a Kevin Smith Kevin Smith discussion. Love that man. Well, as long as the five good movies, the other ones. Eh. Which are the five good ones? Clerks, Clerks Two. Clerks Two is not I'm a not good movie. I'm not including Clerks Two. You're not. So no, Clerks, that's garbage. Mallrats. It's Clerks, Mallrats, <laughs> Dogma, Chasing Amy, and James Hollabob Strike Back. Right, as long as, yeah, I'm not even Listen, a Chasing Amy guy. As long as Chasing Amy's in that in that discussion, then Oof. I love Chasing Amy. Okay. I think it's probably the weakest of the five, but yeah. it deserves to be in there. Mm. Over Clerks Two. I think the oh, performances are fine. Go. Okay. I like the performances. We should we should move back to pivot yes. back to Empire. Yeah, this this podcast is gonna be long. This episode's gonna be long enough as it is when yeah. it comes to this. <laughs> You're not wrong. God Almighty, because there's no wasted moments. I go back to it again. Much like the movie, there are no wasted moments in this podcast. Oh wait, there are probably plenty. <laughs> They're all necessary. <laughs> Han and Leia's like relationship. I feel a lot of those scenes wouldn't fly today. A lot. Yeah. Uh, that thought crossed my mind a lot. Not that it's bad. Like, I don't, I, like for the time, okay, great, whatever. Like, but I just feel like today, 2019 culture, a lot of it would be like Hans, like forcing a little too forceful. He's a little too forceful, and Leia's a warrior princess. She does. She don't need no man. Like, it's a little column A, a little column B, as mm-hmm. far as I think that what that's what helps it out because Leia's a badass in these movies. Yeah, she shoots people and she can make her own decisions. She's a princess and yeah. she's kind of a dirtbag. So yeah. I think she's and kind she's, of in the position she's a rebel power. leader. Yeah, she's very well regarded. I love the fact that they move away from Princess Leia to General Leia because realistically, for all of these, she's. I mean, she ha- she's a general who happens to be a princess. She stopped really. being a princess the second her world got blown up, I think. I, technically around. speaking, yeah. Well, she's just Leia. Although they keep saying her name, it's Leah, like half yeah. the time. In these yeah, like, everyone's name is pronounced so weird from how I'm used to hearing it. Yeah, why don't you just stay consistent? Like, you wrote the movie. Yeah. <laughs> why have people pronouncing it differently? Don't we can't do two takes, it's fine. <laughs> Listen, we've got $18 million. I'm not going over... Not spending another dime on this. We don't know if it's going to work. That's true. We're in penalty. Yeah, I feel like their romance is fine. 
and like what you said about like today's culture, people are saying the Mandalorian is messed up because they don't have any gay characters. Yeah, I know. It's like, just it's the world we live in. There's like right? five characters so far. Yeah, yeah we've none said... of them are intimate with anybody yet. So can't we? But just what is it? Ma- <laughs> is that really a complaint? Yeah, yeah, people are complaining. There's no gay or trans characters. I don't know that there's any straight characters yet. Exactly. We haven't seen any. Yeah, that's crazy. What, what if like you know the Mandalorian is into dudes and dresses like a girl? We don't know what he does under that armor. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah, we and the Mandalorian is ridiculous because we barely know the story yeah. yet. The beautiful thing about the Mandalorian is they're not giving us anything. Yeah, we don't have the Mandalorian's name. We got nothing. True. It's so beautiful how they're just stringing the story along like minor itty bitty pieces of reveal. Sometimes like that is go fuck yourself. No, I I I put my foot down. Me too. I'm a social justice warrior on 90% of things, but this one I put my foot down on. You don't get to say that. Agreed. Not about my Star Wars. And the romance in this movie just didn't make me that uncomfortable. It just it didn't last that long. You know, you get the picture. It, I, was, I was happy with it. It only makes me uncomfortable with hindsight being twenty twenty and her passionately kissing her brother. That was the next yeah. point I was going to bring up. Well, they don't know. They don't know it at the time. Yes. They don't know it at the time, but did George Lucas know it at the time? That com- that comes into he has to because later in the movie he says there is there another. is another as if to suggest he but knows that Yoda knows that what if he hasn't siblings. decided but yet he, it could be he hadn't decided he could he could have had choices man like, yeah. do I introduce a new character do I make it Leia do I make it on there's a whole he could have had a Lola Skywalker set up yeah coming in oh the next God. movie who knows the thing I don't like about the romance in this movie is the fact that three years have passed. We're at the exact same place this weird love triangle was in A New Hope in Empire. Nothing has happened over three years. It's like, like it's just... Is it a duration of three years? Yeah. And, okay. So he still hasn't given Jabba's money. Which is part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> also very weird plot point. In this. Yeah, see, they... they... And he just arbitrarily decides one day, oh, it's probably time that I paid Jabba back. Okay, so they... <laughs> They arbitrarily decide that it's three years later in the scroll, right? That's how we find out that there that time has passed, just in the scroll at the beginning yes, of the movie, yes. right? So we're in agreement that we are in a galaxy where hyperdrive and traveling at light speed is totally possible, and you can jump to planet to planet relatively quickly. You tell me he couldn't have spent one day off base real quick, go drop some money off jump, to Jabba, throw a bag of money. Yeah. I feel the fuel for the hyperdrive is way too important to waste on that. Which we don't find out about until Rogue One. Touche. You're right. It's war times. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, and they're in hiding. And in all the books, like, they're doing a lot of shit in those three years. They're not just, you know, chilling on Hoth. They got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, granted. But it takes those books happening after the trilogy's over for us to fill in that time. A little surprising, too, we don't meet Jabba in this. We do. Wait. No. Never mind. It's in the New Hope. And it's only in the remake where they start adding in the CGI stuff that we actually meet Jabba in New Hope. We yeah, the hear, original New Hope, you don't see Jabba at all. We, you hear just, Jab- we yeah. don't meet Jabba the Hutt until in Return. earnest until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Well, they added that you know extra scene in A New Hope where like he does that walk around and they and he steps on the tail. Yeah. Yep. But that's the re-release new CGI stuff yeah, is when that scene comes. Not my in. New Hope. Not my New Hope. <laughs> my Star Wars trilogy. Original Star Wars trilogy is the one that was on the VHS tapes that my pop-up gave me for Christmas one year. Little did he know what he was going to create. Honestly, I don't think I even had a sense of what Star Wars was when I got those those VHSs. But goddamn, did they mold me? 
OG Star Wars fans don't even call it a New Hope. Nope. Because that was not the original That's title. just Star Wars. Just Star, Star Wars. Wars. I try to make that a thing, but nobody gets it, so I just, yeah. they just think I'm talking about the collective that's Star it. Wars. Yeah. Or, or they're going to be like, which one? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Oh, yeah. the fourth one? No, it's the first one. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. The God. real first one. <laughs> so, again, the, the only... Uh, watching Return of the Jedi in my classroom, the only downside to watching a movie like that in my classroom when nobody's in is every teacher that walks by who now has Disney+, Plus. Pops around and be like, so which order should I watch these in? I'm like, motherfucker, I don't have time to explain to you the proper order of watching these films. I don't have, care. You should have a seminar. You should just like, have like one night only. Yeah, right? Corey teaches Star Wars to adults. It's like, do you want, like, you could go one through six. Do you do four, five, six, one, two, three, and then do the new one? I don't, I don't have a good answer to you it. You do four, five, six, and you throw one, two, and three away. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You can watch three if you want. You don't need one. I guess two. you do four, five, six, one, two, three. But if you wanted to go chronologically, do you do Rogue One Solo? One, two, three. One, two, three. Right. Rogue One Solo. Solo. Oh, yeah. Solo. Solo. Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue One. one. Four, five, six. Seven, seven eight. eight. And, and then theoretically nine. nine. Wow. Yeah. Because Rogue One bumps up to the moment that yeah. A New Hope opens. There's no room to breathe. It's literally right as that movie ends. Yep. New Hope. So, yep. Here we are. I gotta see Rogue One again. Yeah, I've only seen it twice. I've only seen it the one time in theaters. It's better than than what I gave it when we when we did it for the show. People didn't love it that much for some reason, but it was like that showed like what the rebels really are. They're straight up terrorists, man. They're blowing up like government officials and stuff, and people act like that's not a real thing. The 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 action sequence, like the attack on um, fuck, what's that planet called? Doesn't matter. Just say a random word and it's got yeah, right? to be right. Whatever the planet is that they're on, Nailed like it. it looks, looks like what you th- what you see out of guerrilla warfare in the Middle East now, and it's like, yeah, that's that's what there have to be. Yeah, we we have a very pretty pic. We we get a very pretty picture painted in four, five, and six because no, that's the view. Nitty gritty of that, yeah. But that's also the 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 the, the lens, right? Like history is written by the victors and. Here we are. Yeah. So. so true. So I'm going to bring up another point of why this movie is so brilliant. And it is going to what you said in your opening statements about how the bad guys win. That's Jeff for those listening. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. He's pointing at Jeff. <laughs> I am. My apologies. It's not necessarily that the bad guys win. It's that this movie becomes the second act of a three-act structure. So each movie is a, is three acts, and then the trilogy as a whole is three acts. So the end of this is the end of act two, leaning into the final confrontation. Yeah. Yeah, sequel's like kind of like, I don't know if I agree. No, no, I agree. Oh, okay. I'm just, just, again, I'm going back to, you're leaving the movie theater. You saw this the first Star Wars movie 14 times in theaters, right? Sure. So, they're, all right, I got three years. <laughs> or they're they're going to make another one. I know they're going to make another one. I'm seeing this. I'm sitting down. I'm there opening night. I waited online two, hour, or two days before to get my tickets. So I'm ready to go. And you're just sitting there watching this unfold, leaving that theater. You're like, holy shit, Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father. Holy shit, what's going to happen to Han? 
right? But the two big characters, right? That's what you're thinking about for the next three years. This is pre-internet. There's no Reddit to go to to share your theories for anybody else. You got to wait for your friends to see the movies 14 times also yeah. to like full, to talk. Like this had to be like but Hopefully amazing. you all saw it together. But to, but to design a movie to allow for those cliffhangers because they know that the third movie is going to be the act three of this saga. Yeah. Like that's a brilliant play. Like again, anticipation alone, like, holy shit. I cannot wait to see this next movie. I, so many toys in between. Oh my God. <laughs> the merchandising, oh my merchandising. That's where all the money was made. I was so thinking much about money. that when you brought up the ET thing. So I was like, of course they're bringing up, you know, <laughs> yeah. George Lucas things in a Steven Spielberg. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And then they and then they tip the hat the other way in the prequels, because ET is in there's a, a couple of ETs in the, the, sen- ca- in, the, in the Senate, Senate scene. Yeah. Oh really? There's a, yeah. Yeah. There's ETs in the pod and the in one of the pods. Yeah. That's interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why. Like and like that's the big crossover theory that they exist in the same universe. That's why when he sees Yoda, he like, yo, I recognize that guy. <laughs> yeah. He has a weird reaction <laughs> yeah. because he recognizes mm-hmm. Yoda. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a Jedi, man. He's Force-sensitive. He can move stuff with his mind. It's true. Is, <laughs> is, is that his alien... Is that an alien ability, or is it the Force? <laughs> we won't know, because E.T. left. Damn it, Joe. What? E.T. left. He did. Can't ask him if he's a Jedi. Unbelievable. He went Thanks, home. Joe. He you went just home. leave a trail of Reese's Pieces for him. He'll God. find his way back. You're right. You're right. We're going to need a lot. <laughs> so... I'm going to eat most of them. Are we ready to go into favorite, least favorite? A couple of us did our least favorite. You did yeah, yours. I did mine. I did mine. Jeff? So my least favorite scene was uh, they're doing that space battle and they're dodging those two Imperial Star Destroyers and then they end up crashing into each other. They don't blow up or anything, but they, you know, there's a collision. And I just think that's the dumbest fucking thing that could have happened because that's like a speedboat tricking two aircraft carriers into crashing into each other. Yep. Except yeah. these aircraft carriers can move in three dimensions instead of on a plane of water. So it's just like, how the hell is an Imperial fleet that stupid with all their military regulations that they could still do that? Those two pilots were incompetent. I it's also... not a pilot. It's a team of people running those things. Those teams of pilots were incompetent. They were the B team. They also, like... Somebody to take a shit. They also do this, like, weird, slow, like, what would happen if, like, two boats were headed on a collision course? Like, they can't really do anything except kind of just barely hit off each other and hope for the best like but as you astutely pointed out they're not on water <laughs> they can move in all of the dimensions up down left right all that's missing was the scene where we go inside and they're all screaming oh my god <laughs> we're gonna crash <laughs> joe least favorite my least favorite is the weird love triangle it's eh. yeah I don't need it. I don't think it adds anything to the movie, really. It just makes Leia come off weird. Yeah, I mean... She's, like, using Luke to make Han jealous because she definitely loves Han and says so. Listen. It's just... I wonder if there was, like, a... It's not Luke's fault that Han is a scruffy-looking nerf herder. It's true. It's no one's fault. Except for Han's. That's not even Han's fault. Disagree. That's, an, that's another thing people probably were talking about when they out the theater, man. Are you Team Luke or you Team Han? <laughs> is there a, a Team Han? This was be... the original Edward Jacob <laughs> Yes, debate. yeah, this is the original Edward Jacob Is debate. there a Team Han to be on at this point? Or is he just going to be wall art for the rest of his 
True. <laughs> if you jumped on Team Han, do you immediately regret it? Yeah. I can't believe he didn't get out of that carbonite in the last movie. That, that was crazy. <laughs> Luke ends up banging her. It was nuts. All right, let's go on to favorites then. Yeah. It's so tough for this. I want... There's so many. I want Jeff to go first. Uh, my favorite thing is uh, the movie. Ooh. <laughs> uh, like, I just love the whole opening sequence on Hoth. Like, I just remember loving that so much as a kid, like, always wanting to see the thing with the Wampa, anything involving a lightsaber, so I wanted to see that. And the space battles in this make the first one look like crap in comparison. They just, I don't know, something between those couple of years, the way they made this movie, it looks so much more realistic with the light being cast on these Star Destroyers and everything. It just looks a million times better than the last movie, so... I don't know. The space battles just do something for me. Fair. All right, all right. I cannot uh, stress enough how much I love Yoda. I spent six hours of my life painfully getting his face etched into my skin. Uh, If that leads you to feel any particular way, so be it. It's a tattoo. It's a tattoo. Um, It's a carving. (laughs) Yeah. This is my Yoda-shaped scar. (laughs) You're welcome, world. <laughs> I let the gangrene come in just so you can get the right tones. Oh, <laughs> oh. That's commitment. Yeah. Uh, I love Yoda. Um, everything everything he does in this movie is phenomenal. Concentrate as he's falling. Like, I like the fact that he's kind of silly and seems like he lost his mind and turns into like this crazy, intelligent, wise old teacher. I, he's my favorite character in this. And I, when he gives that speech about the force being everywhere we've heard it before but coming from yoda it just feels like it has a greater sense of gravitas i'm that's that's for me that's my favorite moment in this movie yeah hearing it from obi-wan isn't really the same no he just like gives you the gist he's like, yeah, he's like hey, you know the force it's everywhere you know, the force it's everywhere it connects us and then don't you know that <laughs> idiot, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then you got yoda being like you're more than this skin and these bones you are you are the force. Oh. I am the force. You are the force. We are the force. I, I am the force. The force is with me. Yep. I am the force. The force is with me. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was Next. Awesome Donnie Yen. <laughs> so I to pick from. I guess my favorite would be the head-to-head Luke versus Vader duel. Yes. Because. That's also my favorite. Awesome. It's our first time we get our main pro tag against our main ad tag, like face to face, right? And then the reveal at the end, just like it's all encompassing. There's also this really, I don't think they did it on purpose, but I kind of found it ironic, I guess, is the for lack of better terms. So Luke has been struggling this entire movie, piling rocks and moving things, and then it comes back to bite him in the ass when he goes and fights Vader, who's just literally. Taking anything that isn't bolted down or some things that are bolted down and throwing them at him. Being That's like, clearly on purpose and great filmmaking. Right? Yeah, it's great film. <laughs> like he's like, oh, what do I need to learn how to stack rocks for and move things with my mind? That seems silly. Let me just use the sword. Next thing you know, Vader's like, and I'll throw this at you, and I'll throw this at you, and I'm gonna throw this behind you so you get sucked out a window. Hooray! It's it's incredible because like Luke is a better fighter. He's younger. He's more agile, and like he's he's facing Vader, who's half robot, and but he's least, much stronger in the force. much much stronger, and that's the makes all the difference. And right? this fight is much better choreo- choreographed than any other fight we've seen so far. Yes. Oh my god. He that... still does the stupid spin move for no reason during yeah. the lightsaber swing, which drives me nuts when they do that in this. I'm like, you didn't need to spin around. <laughs> there was no reason for this. 
Yeah. It's like, you know, it would look really cool and flashy if he spins around in the air. <laughs> Why? Wait, like a pirouette? Yeah, like he turns and then swings the lightsaber as if he were Vader dodging. Does this? But no, Luke does it. Luke does oh, it. Oh, Luke does it. Okay. As just... if he were dodging a swing, but he's not. Yeah, no. He's just spinning for spinning's sake. Vader also does what seems like the easiest uh, disarm I've ever seen, where he like turns Literally his wrist. Disarms him. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> when like he like connects with the lightsaber and does like. One full like rotation with a wrist, and Luke's uh, lightsaber just flies out of his hand. Like, well, should have held on to that a little better, I think. He was hanging on there, you know, with his other arm, and mm, just... was pretty tired, and you know, I can see it happening. But okay. for for the slicing off the hand moment too, like if you saw that for the first time back then, that is Captain America lifting up Thor's hammer. Like, oh my god, he just sliced off that guy's hand. Yeah. It happened so <laughs> quick and matter-of-factly, too. It's just like, oh, by the way, your hand's gone. It's the first, yeah. like, real, like, wound, like, we see. Because when he, like, like Obi-Wan just kind of, like, He fades. just crumbles. Yeah, but right. Obi-Wan also just... But Obi-Wan cuts off a beast's arm in the cantina. Yeah. We see exactly how, how dangerous that yeah, but this, but, are. But, okay, but this is, like, lightsaber on lightsaber, right? That yes. guy was just... There. Yeah, that's just Dr. Amazon. Nobody likes him. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you're this right. Guy, he, we, we know Luke. We like yeah, Luke. True. We don't mm-hmm. want to see his hands get cut off. It's our, our, our heroes getting his hand, like Yeah. It's not I mean, really it's... dramatic, and it, like, it just cauterizes the wound automatically, which it, is... But it just sort of sort of happens. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's a pretty good scream he lets out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No! Um, not that one. No, not that one. <laughs> Sorry. Star, I, Star Wars is one downfall of someone yelling no for whatever reason. Yeah. They just they love it. They try to lean on it too hard. Like I had a I heard a rumor too that Mark Hamill did not know that was the line that was going to happen. So, so they wanted to gauge his like his actual reaction. Like he knew there was a line Vader says and he knew he had to have a reaction to it, but he didn't know it was going to be that. That could hmm. be. They might have kept that really close to the chest. It's like that thing from Alien where they didn't tell everybody the aliens got yep. burst out of their chest. Yep. yep, that's all real. Genuine reaction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was smart. I don't know if it's true or not, so if it it's could not, be. then email us at zthpodcast.gmail.com. Boom. Boom. Do it anyway. <laughs> One thing I always think of with this last fight scene is it's like almost like a video game where like Luke's traveling along with R2, and then he gets separated from his companion, and then he like has to fight Vader in stages in these three different locations. Yep. It just seems very video game-esque to me. It's a long boss battle. I like yeah. how Vader falls off the, the platform they're on, and then Luke has to go through this very elaborate hallway to get to the place where Vader is next. <laughs> yeah, he just falls silently. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that always bothered me about Luke's fall at the end, he falls into this like cavernous pit but it's like very high tech and he kind of slides down and a trap door happens to open it's really like matter of fact like i don't he's not triggering any of that it's just sort of happening he also falls into like a huge cavern which then leads to more of what like a like a regular size slide yeah it's like and then when he finally kind of comes to a stop because he can't slide anymore that's where the door happens to be and and then he just crashes into that antenna I could have fell the whole time. This slide's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I wish I had my other hand. This would be a lot more fun. <laughs> used to that thing have is just like suck out trash and then dump it down again. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. It just poops trash out over the town below. Yeah. That's how Cloud City works. It's a, a shittier version right underneath. It's like about... a class of society. <laughs> pretty sure we saw that in... Um... What the hell was that? Elite Battle. That's the one. That's it. 
essentially Alita Battle Angel then. Wonder if we can get or Astro second. Boy no. or Elysium <laughs> technically. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't talk much Lando. Billy no, D. Really cool. About, let's talk about Lando. It's a good character. Leia doesn't trust him from the get go. Thank God. But they that this movie doesn't really ever feel rushed to me, except right there. Where Lando's his friend, and then he gets betrayed, and then within a scene of them of Lando's like reveal that he betrayed them, he's back on their side again. I'm like, that's just We got just more than quick. he bargained for. Yeah. Or less than he bargained for, oh. depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I mean they just never wanted to sell him as a bad character, I guess, just kind of a guy in a bad position. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna finally put a black guy in the movie, and then we're gonna keep him evil. <laughs> no. <laughs> And this black guy's got a position of power in this society, and he's corrupt. Now I can't do that shit. He's too cool to be evil, Billy D. Williams. Billy like, D. Williams just... is, in fact, too cool yeah. to be yeah. evil. <laughs> it's just I wish that they kind of let that breathe a little bit. So it's not like, oh, I had to make the deal, but I get to keep Chewie and Leia here. Oh, wait, you know what? Fuck this. Let's prison break. Like, it just it just well, all happens. Yeah, well, no, and that's them. he he does. Yeah, yeah, though. he does. He thinks it he first. does. Yeah, yeah, thinks he does. And then and when then, he finds out that he's like, that's the final straw. One of the most, the probably the second most boss line in this entire movie happens there. I've altered the deal. Yeah. Pray I don't alter it further. Yeah, Robot Chicken has ruined that line for me <laughs> because all I can think of is the the I guess sketch that he does. With that, so yeah. it just cheap is it for me, unfortunately. Yeah. I was thinking about Robot Chicken a lot while I was watching this movie. So it's hard not to. You have to. Yeah. I forget if it's in the first or the second movie where the weird medical droid comes in, but they very in... heavily parodied that in Robot Chicken. That's all I could think about. Well, I mean, there's the weird medical medical droid that's like the Imperial weird. one, the one that oh, she's lost the will to live. <laughs> oh, that's episode three. <laughs> that's episode three. We don't talk about episode that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't talk about that. But the other boss ass line in this movie is I love you. I know. I mean such a fucking what a Come I get to see you again. That's a ballsy hard... thing to be your your potential last words, man. Not I love you too. I know. Oh god, I just pissed myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's a Harrison Ford ad lib too. Is it? Yeah, because the line is "I love you too," but he was like, "My character would say char- that." Yeah, it fits yeah. the character so much better. Yeah, and he strings her along for the next three years while he's stuck in carbonite. He's like, "Now you gotta come get me." Is it <laughs> another three years? I think it's more like a year and a half or two years or okay. something. Yeah, so... Which is crazy because Lando and Chewie leave the end of this movie to go rescue Han. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they said they have to go find Han. I'm like, I don't know how hard you have to look. He's getting to delivered to Jabba. to Jabba the Hutt. We know where that guy lives. There's a lot of scouting involved. They had to find a lot of blueprints. I guess. Well, if you played or read Shadows of the Empire, they, uh, they they tell you what's going on then. Good book and game. Oh, it's a game? Yes. Oh, Shadows of the game, yeah. Oh, that's a great game. Yeah, I love that game. You fight IG-88 and Boba Fett. Yep. It's dope. Nice. That's a, It's a short game, I feel. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like 10 or 12 levels. Yeah. Time, but it was really fun. Mm-hmm. What's that supposed to for? N64. Oh, okay. Yeah, you play Dash. He's pretty much like Han Solo, yep. but does other things. Not Frozen Carbonite. That train level <laughs> fucking forever. He's Han Solo, but not Frozen yep. Carbonite. Yeah. My favorite Star Star Wars games will forever be The Force Unleashed. The first one. The one that's technic- that was technically canon. Oh. Yeah. Those I are like fun. 
The the second one I did not like as much because I feel like it was just a reskinned first one, and it was dumb easy compared to the original. But they're both pretty easy. Yeah, the first they were both pretty easy, but they easy. took all of the things that made the first one hard and dumbed them down. So it was even easier to do those things. I was like, well, there's no skill in this at all. I played that game in a day and returned it. I was like, I beat this game in six hours. I'm not keeping it. Yeah, I think I might have done the same thing. My favorite Star Wars game I've never beaten. That would be Super Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Because it's too damn hard. That game is hard as fuck. Yeah. Too damn hard. That's a Super Nintendo one, right? Yep. Yep. And all I do now, I, I own it. I will look up like uh, the codes to get further in the game and just game try to beat try to beat like the further the, the last levels. I can't do it. It's <laughs> way too hard. Really Those hard. games are really hard. Yeah, I think I'd Super Empire Strikes Back. That's probably harder than the Super Return of the Jedi. I just it? played Jedi more. Yeah. Rogue Squadron was okay. It's a good flight sim, but nothing special about it. I feel like there was no reason to beat that. Like it's just. I wish I'd gotten further in Knights of the Old Republic because oh, that probably would have been my favorite. Yeah. I really enjoyed Obi-Wan on the original Xbox, mm. even though it's the, the Phantom Menace game, pretty much. Mm. And <laughs> Podracer. I was going to say, no, so no love for Podracer. So <laughs> much fun. I hate Podracing in Worst general. Mario Kart? <laughs> That's kind of how I felt about it. I'm not a yeah. big racing yeah. game fan. Oh my god, I love Definitely it. Definitely not Podracing, because that was yeah. my least favorite movie, probably. Really? Least, so much it's scary. legitimately my least favorite part of my least favorite movie. We can we can talk. I could cut that scene out. Yeah, we can. Oh, the prequels. I'm sure we will. Fuck the Podracing. Anyways, um, we've been here for like two and a half hours, right, Joe? Uh, you know, seems that way. A lot has happened. A lot of... Jokes have been told, a lot of laughs, a lot of laptops falling. It's been a fun episode. You know, maybe yeah, you heard definitely. that, who knows. We'll find <laughs> out. I don't know if I should or want to. Joe, edit that out. Edit what out? Exactly. I just figured I'd leave it in there just for you to oh, thank you. pull out whenever you wanted. Okay. Appreciate it. You're welcome. What do we do now? We rate this movie. That's what we do. If you're new to the podcast, listening or as a guest... What we do is we rate each movie that we review with a number of infinities, infinity stones from one to six. If you give it six stones, you can also give it an infinity gauntlet based on how good you think the movie is. And yeah, that's what we're going to do for Empire Strikes Back. Sequel. I think this is a pretty easy six stones and a gauntlet. It's the best made movie in one of the most successful franchises in movie history. So... Slam dunk, six stones gauntlet. Jeff, what do you think? I'm throwing down the gauntlet. You know, it's, it's your favorite movie ever, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if I don't do it now, then it's never coming down. Yeah. I mean, it's the most iconic movie of iconic movies. You know, you really just can't beat it. Solid. I have a feeling I know where this is going, but Corey, what are you going to give it? Uh, I have been trying to come up with a reason that it doesn't deserve the gauntlet since I sat down in this chair. Can't come up with one. I really, really wish I could just to be that guy's like. It deserves six stones, but not the gauntlet. But fuck that, it definitely deserves the gauntlet. Joe, you're going to be that guy? The only reason <laughs> I could think of to not give this movie the gauntlet is because it's like my third favorite to watch Star Wars. Really? We've just You just agreed with me on that. Not before. I didn't say favorite to watch. I said like favorite in general. What's See, the, uh, this is semantics. <laughs> what are, all right, all right, what are we talking about? Okay, all right. <laughs> That fair would enough. be the only reason fair this movie enough, wouldn't fair. get a gauntlet, but for pure filmmaking and just iconic status, I gotta give this one the gauntlet too. It's the best at what it do- at what this series does. This is the most Star Warsy Star Wars, and for that, 
I give it six in the gauntlet. When is the last time that a movie got swept six stones in gauntlet? Has it happened yet? I don't know that that's ever happened. No. I don't think Endgame got all gauntlet. No, it did not because no. I didn't give it a gauntlet. Yeah, you fucked it up. Yeah, go fuck yourself. It didn't deserve <laughs> We could have had five gauntlets, but that's... No time We've for had that. four gauntlets before, but we never swept. Yes. Okay. There's a little asterisk, but it was a sweep. <laughs> And those are our ratings for The Empire Strikes Back. If you want to let us know your favorite Star Wars movie, your favorite stuff about The Empire Strikes Back, anything at all, really, even if it's not Star Wars related, send us an email, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Give us your top five Star Wars spaceships. Put those in a list on Twitter and send them to us at ZTH Podcast. You can also take a picture of yourself in a Mandalorian mask and send that to us on Instagram at ZTH Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast, or search for us in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an ES. Send us a meme. We don't get memes. We don't even talk about memes. We don't. <laughs> but there's a lot of baby... Y- You're doing it again. Blank memes. <laughs> Going around right now, so go ahead and uh, send us one of those blank memes. Blank memes, not dank memes. <laughs> yes, yes. Both. <laughs> Why not? I don't hate Epstein memes. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm just going to let them know to find us on iTunes and podcast apps and give us a five star rating if they're enjoying the show. And Leave us a re- what? And an Epstein meme. Yeah, and that, whatever that is. Leave us a review. We've talked about that. Tell us how much you liked having Jeff on the show. Maybe he'll come back. Hey. Who knows? What's your second favorite movie of all time? I guess Return of the Jedi. All right. (laughs) Perfect. See you in a few months. (laughs) But subscribe, like our post, share our post, tell people about the show. That's it. Do those things. Next time, we didn't decide what we're doing yet next time. So it'll be a mystery to you because we're taking a week off because Thanksgiving. So we'll see you in December. And yeah, it's been a fun time. Jeff, did you have fun? I had fun. Thanks right. for having me. I'm glad. You're welcome. Anytime. Do you do you have anything that you want us to plug for you here? No, I don't do anything of consequence. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I didn't know if, if you did, so I figured I'd ask. Joe asked. Okay, good. <laughs> I asked ahead of time. I was just like, is there anything? Well, play? here I am, being like an asshole. You didn't know. Yeah, it's fair. Corey, no, it's very nice of you to th- ask him. Thank no, no, you. But, it, but, if I, but if I had shown up on time, then... No, I asked him like before today. Oh, yes, then. Okay, yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah. good then. Yeah, Edit this shit out. <laughs> Editing it all out. 20 minute so podcast. <laughs> what do you think of the movie? It's great. Call it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And until next time, it is my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. One of the people, at least one of the people sitting at this table, has their favorite movie as The Empire Strikes Back. And take care, everyone. Someone send me ideas how to end the show. Goodbye. <laughs> There's a while there that we were actually like talking over it as like the...